Well, hello, and welcome back to the long-awaited <laughs> next episode of my podcast. Um, yeah, so it's been a while since I have had the energy or the desire to do this. Um, yeah, some of the to, to, the two main recordings that you're going to hear today are uh, the two main segments, sorry. I don't know, my lingo, my podcasting lingo. Um, the two main segments you're going to hear today are uh, were recorded uh, weeks ago. The first one was December 22nd, and the next one was recorded on January 1st. And you'll hear if, when, if and when you listen to them. You'll hear why maybe I've not been in the best place to podcast. But things I haven't recorded also are um, due to, you know, just the stresses of trying to teach first graders online. I mean, it's been a really rough few weeks. And it's not just me. Other people I've spoken to, my colleagues, but also friends in other parts of the world. I mean, it's just, it's been rough. Um, so, you know, I love my students and I do everything I possibly can to make their lives better. And what that means for me is that my life is not necessarily better. I don't get a lot of sleep. I don't get a lot of rest. But I also do not want to go back into a classroom where students may accidentally bring in the virus. I mean, you know, we have more cases every day here in Mongolia. Not thousands, like in some countries. Um, but definitely it's a good percentage of the population, and I just don't want to risk it. So until I get the vaccine, which, by the way, I've heard the vaccine has come to Mongolia, the prime minister is supposed to be the first to be vaccinated, but I haven't really heard more about it than that. Anyway, um, where was I going? Oh, right. So I haven't been in a place, but the other reason that I have not done a lot of podcasting is because it started to feel weird that it was just me talking, which if you're listening, you may be saying, well, duh, that's what a podcast is. Someone talking and other people listening. But I just, I want to hear back from people. And yes, I do. I've gotten text messages from a few of you. Thank you. You know who you are. You also know who you're not. <laughs> Which is fine. Everybody has a life and everybody has, I get it. I get it. No shame. No shade. Um, I just want other people talking with me, you know? Like I, I t t talk to myself all day, every day for weeks. Unless it's that you know, two 30-minute sessions a day with my students. So anyway, um, uh, this app I use, um, Anchor, it now has a feature that where I can record with my friends. That means I can be recording on my device and I can, like, link somebody in to talk with me from where they are, not in my house necessarily, and it will still sound nice, which is part of my concern in doing that in the first place. I don't want it to sound you know, all staticky and janky. So <clears throat> I'm going to be asking a few of you 
who listen, psst, psst, prepare yourselves. Um, but I think I'm also going to ask some of my friends who don't, well, who probably don't listen. I don't know if they listen or not, if you listen and whatever. Because I just think it's interesting, you know, to, to have different perspectives. I have a lot of cool friends and people with cool jobs. And um, to get stories out there, I think, would be interesting. So we'll see what happens with that. Again, um, <laughs> this quarantine situation looks like we're not going to be going back to school again for a little while. So we'll see how it goes. We shall see. But in the meantime, thanks for listening. Mm, quarantine. So a lot of the rest of the world has experienced quarantine for months. And I guess you could say we have two here, but it's only... Been in the last month or so that our quarantine has gotten serious because now we have actual locally transmitted cases in the country. So I want to have a little talk a little bit about the uh, <laughs> the best part of quarantining alone. Oh, that doesn't sound good. The best thing about being alone in quarantine. The best thing about living alone in quarantine. I don't know how I'm going to say that. I don't know. But, um, so here you go. One of the best things about living alone during a lockdown, quarantine, whatever, is being able to express my emotions and not bothering anybody, not affecting anybody. I can cry whenever I want to. I can cry. I can cry loudly. I can laugh loudly and crazily. And no one will ask me, what, what's so funny? No, no. I don't have to explain anything to anybody. Mm, no. It's just me and my emotions. <laughs> Is that good? I, I mean, I think it's great. I was thinking about it last night. Um, <clears throat> I was watching something, I don't know. And uh, I just started crying. Like crying, crying, like for real crying. Normally when I'm around other people and I want to cry, I hold back the tears. Because somehow tears bother people. Like if you see somebody crying, and I don't know if it's a cultural thing here, but... People ha have to like somehow feel they need to swarm around and are you okay? Are you? Oh my god! <laughs> no, I no. I what I want to say to them is, I'm just having emotions here. I'm just having emotions. Like let me have my emotions. You know, let me experience my emotions in the way that I want to because that's normal and natural. Like I guess though, other emotions like happiness and anger, these also affect other people. Yes, definitely. But somehow, why is it that sadness means that people have to like come and, are you okay? Are you okay? Um, no, I'm clearly, I'm crying. I'm, something is not okay. But that doesn't mean that I 
am not okay. Crying is just a way of expressing emotion, releasing emotion. It's, it's another way of feeling. So thanks, lockdown, for allowing me weeks, months of experiencing my emotions in private where I am the only one to assess my mental health (laughs) or judge my state of being. Thank you, lockdown. It's been great. Now, can we get on with life and end this stupid thing? (laughs) Please. (laughs) Oh, I might have to go cry about it. know when you're going to hear this. I don't know when I'm going to publish this episode or when you will listen to this. But as of the moment that I am recording this, it is just after midnight on January 1st here in Mongolia. And so as everyone has been reflecting on the year and all of the challenges, all of the innumerable, innumerable challenges and the very difficult things that we've all faced this year. Um, You know, there's the temptation to, in fact, earlier, I, I had a little cry because it's just a relief that it's over, you know, that we made it through the year that we didn't all kill each other, (laughs) that we, many of us survived. It's, it's a relief. So yeah, I had a little cry. Even now I'm getting a little choked up about it. Um, but then I saw something, I'm going to post it on my Instagram. I saw a video by NPR of a choir, um, singing All Lang Syne. And it's a beautiful acapella rendition. And the caption on that video said something to the effect of we may be tempted to forget or to want to forget 2020. But it's so important that we don't, that we don't forget. (sighs) That we don't forget the difficult things, definitely, um, it is through pain that we are made new, right? It is through hardship that we find our strength, that we see beauty. Oh, that's a whole other topic. But definitely the progress, I feel, that was made in raising awareness in taking steps and taking steps to better the situation of people of color all over the world but especially in my home country 
of the United States. Um, it's been, it's been so beautiful this year to see all of the protests, all of the people. And at the same time, it's been very discouraging to see the lack of progress in government, in the mindsets of people who are not in the category of people of color. Um, so I, I have to agree wholeheartedly and quite passionately with that NPR caption, and I'm sure there will be lots of others, but especially in these in these first minutes, hours of the new year, I can only wish that we will not forget 2020, that we will not forget all of the things we learned, all the progress that was made, that we will not forget that so much more needs to be done. So much more progress needs to be made. So much still needs to be done. And uh, we got 2021 to make some of that happen. We have 2022, 23, 24, but hopefully... 2021 will be the year that tremendous changes are made for the good of people of color, the marginalized people in the United States and around the world who have been treated who've been treated so horribly on so many levels for so many years who have not known a full, well, I don't know, not being a person of color myself, I cannot speak to the experience of people of color, but I know there's so much wrong that's been done, and it is my hope that 2021 will bring about Many positive changes, many changes for the good of those who have previously been oppressed. And so, I want to say to 2020, goodbye. I am tempted to say good riddance, but I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget. So you made it through, it sounds like. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. And I think I'll leave it at that today. Nothing, you know, no huge humor or ranting about anything else. 
Um, but I will leave you with this next recording that I used on my last episode of um, the end of my class with my first graders here in Mongolia, the end of our Google Meet sessions. We all turn on our microphones and say goodbye. And it's one of the sweetest, two of the sweetest parts of my day because it happens twice a day. So thanks again for listening. Are we ready to say goodbye? Yes. Okay, let's yes. go.